Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Hey there, welcome everybody. Thank you so much for all of your kind words and shares about my new book, which is officially out now. It came out on Tuesday. I also wanted to let you know, because some of you have been eagerly awaiting your book, that if yours is on back order, we are on it. So thanks to your great enthusiasm, we ran out of books. (laughs) So if yours is on back order, that is why. Um, It seems to particularly be on back order if you ordered through Amazon, though you may also run into that other places. I did want to let you know that it's possible for you to find it elsewhere if you want to. So as of this recording, I believe that Barnes and Noble has copies available um, in many stores as well as online if you're in the U.S. And I know that people who are not in the U.S. have been able to find it at their local bookstores or the online equivalent of their local bookstores. U.S. folks also at your local bookstores. So if you can't wait until you get it on back order. You might be able to get it from one of those places and then cancel your other order or wait for that to come in and give it to somebody else or whatever. So I just wanted you to know where we are with that. I appreciate your patience and your excitement to get the book. I can't wait for you to get it and read it. So some of you have also been asking me because you are the very best. (laughs) You have been asking me how you can help share the word about the book, and I appreciate that so much. If you have a blog or a podcast and would like to set up a chat with me, an interview, I would just be so honored to do that. I mean, number one, how fun would it be to talk? So fun. (laughs) Number two, I would be really grateful. So just send me an email. I'll put a link in the show notes and we will set that up. Okay. So you might know that I have just recently started something that I am calling the stretch, which is a four month stretch (laughs) of yoga practice and I am running that through my email newsletter. I'll put a link to that in the show notes too so if you don't get those emails you can sign up. The stretch is so connected to what we've been talking about here on the podcast the past few months. It really came out of these conversations we've been having here about how you really build a sustainable practice through this idea of seasonality and rhythms and sustainability. And so we're going to be exploring that in the stretch. So the gist is that we are going to focus on what I've been calling curvy yoga practice, a four-part process for how I see yoga and body acceptance is coming together. So if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, we talked about that just a few episodes ago. So you may already be informed about that, so I won't belabor it here. Um, Though if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll put a link in the show notes for you. 
So we're going to be exploring some themes from that over the course of the first three months. So how it works is each week you get an email with me from me where I will be talking about whatever we're focused on that particular week. And I will also be including a practice for you to do that week, something for you to consider or reflect on or a yoga practice. And there will be links for both free and paid members of our online studio, Curvy Yoga Studio. So I'm hoping to just be tying together what we're offering here, really making it feel comprehensive and supportive for you. So the first theme of our month is presence. And so since that topic is on my mind, I wanted to talk about what's challenging about presence, which is not something I feel like we've talked about as often here, and I think is so worth exploring and so necessary for us to talk about. So I would definitely not say that the full complement of emotions was welcome in my childhood. We mostly did happy and angry, without a whole lot of in-between, at least not that I can recall. I remember getting so angry as a kid that I would slam doors and scream at the top of my lungs. Maybe that's hard for you to imagine me doing now. Maybe it's not. (laughs) Um, But it is true. And I think a combination of not having access to many of my feelings and learning to distance myself from my body from an early age due to dieting kept me in a really disconnected and honestly shut down mode for many years. I honestly never knew what I was feeling with the exception sort of of physical pain, and even that was a bit cloudy. So as a teen, I had chronic migraines for an entire year, and I actually had that um, a couple other times in my early to mid-20s, but that's when it started. And I remember during that time just telling myself to leave my body when it became too much to bear, which was often. And between that and the painkillers... The details of that time are kind of foggy. Truly, I did not know that people felt and could could discern between a number of different emotions, much less how I would go about doing that. And of course, all of this lived right alongside the many messages coming to me from my family, but also from society, that it wasn't okay for me to live in a bigger body, that this body wasn't okay, and that I should spend my every last minute and dollar to get rid of it. Now, I know that your story might not be exactly like mine, but I think we all have different reasons why we disconnect from our bodies. And those are not reasons that we should judge ourselves for. That just piles on to an already complicated situation. I think that this is just the human condition, so to speak. Though I don't always love that phrase, but I think this is what it means to be human, that a lot of being human is learning how to 
come back to and stay on our own sides. So is it any wonder that some of us, I would venture to say many of us, don't know how to feel what's going on on the yoga mat? Uh, Obviously not. (laughs) So over time, as I became interested in body acceptance, I would think to myself, like, great, I'm just going to dive right into this and, you know, totally get it. And I became (laughs) so frustrated, not to the point of slamming doors, though, like, theoretically in my mind, maybe (laughs) I was doing that, to the point of giving up entirely several times that it didn't come easily to me, that I had really no clue what was meant by noticing when you were hungry or when you were full, what your body would need in any particular moment, how to make an adjustment based on what my body needed on the yoga mat. You know, I had just been going through the motions on my yoga mat for years. And again, that's not something that is a problem or to judge myself or yourself for if that has or is true for you. I think these are all just things for us to observe and notice because then we can start to find another way in. Because what I discovered over time is that I had thought all of this was very black and white, that the choice was between either getting it, in air quotes, if you could see me, I'm doing that, getting it (laughs) off the bat, or just like not getting it at all was never be possible. It turned out that the choice was really not between either of those extremes, but to begin to practice presence when and as I could. And what I mean by presence is being with your own embodied experience in any particular moment. Because it wasn't until I could begin to notice what was going on in my body in the first place that I could begin a conversation with it and slowly start to shift that conversation to becoming less judgmental and critical. I think presence also matters because it can become a ground for so many parts of our lives. I talk about this a lot in my new book, but I see both yoga and body acceptance as tools that we can use to live life on our own terms. I think that's why they matter, not because in and of themselves, they're magical. And that starts with being able to know how we're feeling, what we need, and what's true for us, because all of those things live in the body. I'm talking about the challenges of presence and why it's important, because... Becoming present in your body, even if you already feel pretty adept at it, is not an overnight process, quite far from it, in fact. And I also want to say, because I don't think it's said often enough, that being present with your body is not a 24-7 thing. I thought that for a really long time, but I don't think that that's true for anyone. (laughs) I don't think anyone is present with their body at all times, and I know for a fact that I am not personally. And I don't really think that that's a goal or even a thing. 
To me, the reason any of this matters at all is because it gives you access to your own truth and needs, and you can contact those in whatever doses make sense for you. So if you're feeling challenged to notice what's happening in your body, or you have no idea what it means to listen to your body in the first place, you are definitely not alone. And if you feel like you can listen to your body at least some of the time, but you don't know how to do it more often or you know what that would even look like you're also not alone I think that very few of us learn this as we're growing up what I have found over and over and over again much to my chagrin sometimes is that the best approach is to start simply I was being interviewed by a friend recently about the book and I suggested placing your hand on your knee as one way to start just a simple entryway into presence. And as I was talking about that, she actually did it. I didn't know she was going to do that. And then she said, I don't know if I have ever felt my own hand on my own knee before. This is what I am talking about. (laughs) Many of us haven't. It's about, you know, feel your feet on the floor, your bum on the chair seat, your hand on your knee, your breath coming in and out of your nostrils. It sounds so simple, but this is where we build our skills. And if you can't feel any of that, that is also okay. That is your starting point. That was my starting point. I'm right there with you. Building a bridge to your body is done the only way that it can be, which is one moment at a time. And I think it's one of those things, well, I don't think, I know for me, it's one of those things where you feel like you're making very little progress and then all of a sudden, quote unquote, you have a new ability to notice some small thing in your body. In my experience, this is not like you wake up one day and suddenly you can be present with yourself whenever you want. It's cumulative over time. Another thing that I highly recommend if this feels like a challenge for you is getting support. Therapy has definitely been life-changing for me as have, you know, great books out there along these topics and a few key friendships where we can just be honest with each other. I also want to add to your resources. So with this week's podcast, I am adding a new feature. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so I'm going to add a guided meditation or gentle movement practice, just depending on the week and what would make sense that complements what we've talked about in the podcast. So I'm releasing it as a separate file so that you can practice with it easily. That way you don't have to, you know, if you want to go back to it later, you're not going to have to fast forward through all of this again to get back to it. So it's a separate file. And we won't necessarily have one every single week. It will just depend on if it's relevant for any given week. But I'll let you know when we do. If you are subscribed to this podcast in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, then the meditation should just come right in your feed just like this episode has. If you're not, do it. 
it. Go ahead and subscribe. It's the easy way to make sure you get everything. But I will also put a link to the meditation in the particular episode show notes so that you can check it out there. So this week's is a presencing meditation. Guess what? It's less than four minutes in length on purpose. (laughs) Start simply, you know. So check it out. I hope you enjoy it. Let's take a moment to close together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on. Oh,